Well, we're on. Okay. So. Um, merhaba, you guys. <laughs> um, we are currently recording an emergency episode. Yes, because, bonus episode. Yes. We just finished volume 40, like literally a couple minutes ago. And we were like, we have so many feelings. We have to get them out. So we do. Um, if you haven't watched volume 40 yet, skip this episode. Come back to it when you have. And keep in mind, we have not seen this with subtitles. We watched the live stream this morning. And just from that alone and the awesome girls on Twitter and in our Facebook group that we're in, um, we were able to get the gist of things that were being said. And it's, yeah, there so many things happened that we, yeah, we just couldn't not do anything about it. So welcome to our bonus episode discussing volume 40 of Air Kenji Koosh. That's right. Ashley, how are you <laughs> feeling right now? <laughs> I, I'm feeling more calm than I thought I was going to be. Yeah. Um, I think ha- having half an hour of epi- of commercials between mm-hmm. <laughs> the final scene. Yeah, Star, um, we've got a helps. bone to pick with you. You made us watch that final scene and no three peak. times and we did not get a yeah. sneak peek. But it did. You're right. It helped us calm down. Yeah. Because we had a few minutes. Yes, for sure. <laughs> um. Yeah. Yeah. So Boy, this is what an episode, though. Yeah. This is totally off the cuff. We did not take notes. So this might be a little bit more of a messy episode than yeah. our normal ones. But we're just going to go with it. We're just going to expel because, our feelings. Yeah. It's just so much. I gave myself a headache, I think, from screaming. I was either screaming at the screen or I my jaw was like clenched. <laughs> I have like a tension headache now. There were some very kind of nail-biting scenes yes. in that episode for sure. Yes. So let me just start out by saying, Aisha, we love you. Mm-hmm. We are so glad you're back. It's so clear how much you love this show, how much you've invested in it, and that you clearly care about what the fans of the show need to see happen. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess let's dive right in. Yeah. We opened up. A year later. Yeah. From last week. And I mean, I don't know. Do we even need to do kind of a synopsis, really? I mean, I guess. Just talk about. Yeah. I mean, it's a whole new situation. So there's a lot that has changed. So I feel like if we just kind of go, I don't know. um, (laughs) We're just going to go with our feelings. (laughs) Yeah. Because because really, everything has changed. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I'm sure that we'll understand a lot more. After the subs come out, Correct. especially regarding the whole Fikri Harika thing. Yeah. And then and how like JJ and Muzo came about to get the rights, but Sanem owns like 98% of those rights. Right. And then another thing is the way that Aziz was trying to keep John to stay. Right. I, I don't know if you saw any translations on that situation, but I don't actually know what he did. You see them working on the computer with Duran and everything, but right. I don't – it's like, okay, what's the deal with yeah, that? Yeah, because he initially tried to pull the whole health crisis thing, but right. John <laughs> saw right through that. Yeah. Um, so clearly neither he or Huma are good at that. So yeah. I'm not sure, yeah, exactly what it is because at one point Aziz said, like, don't worry, I have given him a reason to stay. Right. But I, it wasn't super clear what that reason was, but that's okay. We'll find out. Right. Um. But just initial feelings, like what – I guess what did you – there there was a lot to love. But I yeah, mean – a lot. What 
what were you I mean I think that my favorite part of the entire episode was the recreation of their fake meeting from episode five down okay Ashley and I started freaking out when we saw that because you guys we just released episode five yep covering volume five of Erkenji Kush and we gushed over that whole storytelling of how they the fake story that they told Fabri about how they met and that comes full circle in this episode and it happens for real in a bit of a different way but But we freaked out because it was like to see that happen that he's behind he's behind her in that line at the theater just that it was like okay Thank you, Aisha. Yes. This is amazing. That alone I can't even believe it. saved this show. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Just I mean, that. you and, guys. And the start of the whole thing, maybe just the first even half hour, the first hour, it just felt like a brand new show. Yeah. It felt it, fresh It felt like a brand new, new show and fresh, but also, but it also giving felt us like that the old beginning. magic. Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> Told you guys, we have a lot of feelings. Um, it was like we were back at the beginning, mm-hmm. but – Obviously, things are different. Things have changed. Right. And there was a lot of heartbreaking moments. Right. There were so many heartbreaking moments in this episode. I think they're so ne- they're <sighs> so necessary, though. Like They really they, are. They, they are. hurt, and they're hard to watch. And yeah. it was like, oh, my gosh. Like, there's a few times where John's actually, like, crying. I know. And the first time we've ever seen that was a week ago. We've seen him upset. Right. We've seen him emotional because we know he's really emotional when he like pinches he, the bridge of his nose. Has he not shed tears? Even, I don't think he's ever shed tears. He even back when things, when everything hit the ceiling and he in fi- like fifteen. John, no, yes. I think we can spoil all that because if you're listening, well, yeah, you've if you're seen listening to this, episodes. then obviously you're caught up. Yeah. So no, he like pinches the bridge of his nose when he gets really emotional right? to keep himself from crying, mm. but he doesn't actually shed any tears. Yeah. I mean, he gives us those sad eyes, which. Man, does he know how to do those sad eyes so well? Oh my god. I totally gosh. got major episode he... episode 16 vibes from his sad eyes today. I know. And and it's uh, it's heartbreaking when he I know. that look that he has. It's this how like how do you oh describe gosh. that look? It it's the same look he had in the theater when he's when he realizes he's behind her in line. Like he's He's like stunned and I think yeah. in shock. Uh huh. And I think his heart kind of leaps because he loves this woman, right. but at the same time, you he knows see all the this pain. Kind of defeat in his eyes. Yes, defeat. It's like this pain and defeat. And oh, you just saw that so much this this episode in both yeah. of them. The two of them, their eyes alone. I know. Communicate so much. There's a point in the okay. episode where they're just having – they're each thinking their own thoughts. Right. But they're in the kitchen together. Yeah. Um, And he's thinking something. She's thinking something. But they're not actually saying it to each other. But they're looking at each other. And you can just completely tell they're having this entire conversation just with their eyes. Yeah. And it's intense yeah. and sad and frustrating. Mm-hmm. Oh. Even – well, and I mean there were a lot of scenes – Basically, all of the scenes, most of the scenes between the two of them, there wasn't a lot of talking. There no. wasn't a lot of discussion between the two of them. Mm-mm. But those moments of them just looking at each other, yep. their eyes told an entire story. Yeah. And that scene on the dock that we had at, at, as the sneak peek last week, uh-huh. it was so much more than oh, yeah. than what the sneak peek was. Because when it came down to it and they were there and then there was no music, you could only hear the lapping of the waves. Yep. As they're staring at each other. Yeah. I was like, this is unbelievable. I know. And the acting in that scene 
just astonished me. I, I was like, this is art. Like, look at them. Uh-huh. The pure, raw emotion yep. coming out of them just by looking at each other. I totally And you agree. just hear this background of nothing and it's pure silence. And it's so unbelievable especially because of the silence they they didn't even need any soundtrack to go with that no they didn't need words they didn't need there. music and i think that was kind of a whole theme this episode mm-hmm. is i have no words because john yes. m says that so many times yep. throughout this episode when john's trying to talk to her yeah when he's trying to start a conversation something and she just it almost every single time ends with i have no more words mm-hmm. and it's hard. Because it's and, – and I it must be that she put everything in that book. Yes. And I'm, I, I'm thinking that's what that's building up oh, to. Oh, absolutely. It completely comes full circle because I think wh- as we we're watching the episode, it looks like she's basically like, I don't want to – I don't have anything to say to you. Right. Like it comes off as I can't like, say anymore. Go, and, go away. I have nothing to say. Right. But really it's I've already said everything yeah. because at the end he's reading the book. Yeah. He sees – her words where she says, I have no more words because yeah. there is only him. Yeah. He is my words. He, yeah. Yeah. He is my words. Yeah. Um, Something to that effect. Yeah. And that's when the light bulb turns on in his head. Yeah. She's not saying, I don't want to talk to you. Go away. Right. She's saying. It's I, already out it's there. It's already out there. Yeah. And he realizes it. And there's some – we're not sure exactly what he does. He does something to sabotage his boat. We're not sure if it's a spark plug. I, I don't, don't know, know what he pulls out, but he pulls out something from what looks like a uh, like a control panel, like a control panel. Yeah. So basically, or a fuse box or something. Right. So it looks like he's sabotaging his boat so that he has an excuse <laughs> to stay. Which, hey, if it gets him to stay, cool. I would rather right. him just be like, hey, I'm turning around. I'm owning this. I'm right. staying. But I'll take it in whatever form we can get it right now. Absolutely. And. First of all, I just want to say that we're, we here at Dizzy for Dizzy are not going to be picking sides in no. this situation Mm-mm. because these two have gone through so much. So they have both much. been at fault in many situations. And at this point, we just want our babies to heal yes. and to really work through because they both have major issues they both have trust issues they both have a lot of um maturing and growth that they need to do absolutely and maybe that they have done over the past year we still don't really know yet um i mean so far it kind of seems like they still got a lot of work to work on Mm -hmm. but we're not going to be choosing sides and no um, because we know just to make that clear yeah there's yeah there's a lot of people at least on twitter it seems like we're just totally like they're mad at son m or they're mad at john and yeah there's a lot of vitriol being spewed on Mm -hmm. both sides but it's like let's get back to what this show is really about we're team john the two of them exactly we are team john m and that is what we're hoping for yes and they're only human they've both made huge mistakes oh yeah and we're we are looking to the future <laughs> amen so so yeah just got, to put that out yeah. there we're so we not know, gonna be we've got a lot of heal- either one of them. no we've got a lot of healing ahead of us we've got a lot of work mm-hmm. to see the two of these um the two of them do together apart um yeah so we're just excited for what's to come because this i mean it's been a really long time since I've been this excited for an episode. I mean, I, I was know. excited for last week because I knew it was Aisha's first episode right. back as a writer. So I was excited for that. But this is like – last week felt like she was trying to tie up whatever loose ends had been left by yes. the previous writing team. 
so that she could start fresh this week. So yeah. this was just like, we were so excited. And it's just insane to me. Within the first 10, 15 minutes, it felt like she reclaimed this show. Yeah. yeah. And, and I mean, we got so many things back. We've got the bandana back yes. that he takes yep. from her early on. He yep. carries that with him. And I stinking knew it from the time in the beginning of the episode when she's doing, when Sanem is doing a reading of her book. And she thinks, um, she thinks that, I'm sorry, we're going to have to cut this part. Okay. When Sanem is first at the beginning of the episode doing the reading of her book and there's a you know an audience there and everything mm-hmm. she thinks she sees john right in the audience right and she like grasps at her chest oh right then yeah, yeah, i was yeah. like that necklace has got to have uh-huh. that dang moon ring attached to it yep and we don't see it all episode that mm-hmm. thing is always tucked into whatever she's wearing right and at the very end she's not only wearing a white dress which anytime the two of them wear uh-huh. all white something is happening yep I mean, episode, the end of episode 13, mm-hmm. beginning of 14, they're both in all white. She's yep. finally declaring her love for him yep. for the first time. Yep. And yeah, so I already was like, something good's going to happen. She's in all white. Right. Not only Sometimes it's all- not always good because John had that dream. That's true. And she's in that same white dress. That's true. And it was not good. Yes. <laughs> but you're like, the white is very symbolic. It is very of something symbolic. happening. Yeah. And she's wearing this white dress. It has albatrosses Uh all over it hmm Hmm. i wonder if something's gonna happen and she (laughs) she decides to run out to the dock after him because he's said he's leaving because again she kept telling him i have no words left Uh he took that as okay see you later and he's about to take off he does take off from the dock she's at the dock and then she pulls the necklace out Mm -hmm. and there's that dang moonstone Mm -hmm. ring and i was like yes we've got that as he pulls out the the bandana bandana from his pocket yeah um we have what else you know so we've got the symbolism of the bandana the moonstone um the whole albatross symbolism is really back in play oh yeah poetry the even writing, the name the name of her book yes the phoenix and the albatross yeah i mean how symbolic is that that's the thing about aisha uh-huh. that i love about her writing oh is completely there's all this symbolism she ties the storyline back to different kinds of mythology and other mm-hmm. stories and um I know that a lot of people have been saying on Twitter about Sanem's story that it's basically come full circle that she was the bride waiting. Remember the rock story? Yes. So she was the bride waiting for her um, man to come back from the sea. Right. And he, you know, she turned into stone or whatever. And then there was something else. Do you remember? There was one of the other main Mm -hmm. storylines that people were saying was another kind of mirror of the of the story, and I can't remember. Um, I can't think of it. It'll probably pop into our heads. But with the one you just said, it's true because they're saying the girl turned to stone, Uh and kind of Sanem did. She kind of has to have this like hard shell exterior to protect herself. Mm -hmm. She's protecting her heart. She's protecting herself. Um, Yeah, I just I appreciate that so much and that's been missing for such a long time yeah i yeah i mean gosh and then what let's talk about a hilarious scene when we first get to the fruit stand (laughs) and jj and muzo run a fruit stand 
Baya, 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 limon. And JJ is dressed like John. He says, baya, 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 baya about everything. And I appreciated that. I felt like that was just a little something a from Aisha great, to us. It such was... a great caricature of, of him. And it, yeah, oh, it's so man. JJ. And it was like the comic relief we needed right. in such a heavy episode. Right. Uh, and I, I wasn't cringing horribly at Muzo for once. Yeah. It was, I, was, I was kind of on Team Muzo this episode uh-huh. because. Yes, our friend Rashmi actually pointed out. That hey, Muzo has stuck by Sonam's side through true. all of this. So you know what? We'll we're not gonna hate on him for at least one episode. We're gonna give him a break. So. <laughs> and he was very respectful of John. Like clearly mm-hmm. there were no hard feelings there. Right. I do want to know where's Guliz? Why aren't the two of them together? Yeah, because they, they left off of... on like a we're gonna be together and possibly get married note. Right. And I know she had to shoot that commercial. Right. You know, but it's but been it's a been a year. year. So so that I'm a little curious about that. Same. I'm wondering yeah. if we'll get more of that. I'm in sure things we will. to come. Yeah. Um also thank you, Aisha, for minimizing the Huma and Yeet screen time. <sighs> I know they are still God. a part of the story and we have to deal with them. Right. But thank you so much for they were just a couple times in the yep. episode. They they served their purpose for yeah. what needed to be said or done. I only wanted to destroy Kristen's TV a few times. Yeah. Right? Exactly. <laughs> it wasn't like 20 times. No. <laughs> Let me just say though. I really would love to punch Yeet in the face. Oh my gosh. And Huma. Like, just put him in a line. Yeah. And just like one big punch to just end both of them. And uh, I can't. Completely. His stupid shifty eyes when he's there Mm -hmm. with her. And then John comes and he has the nerve to yell at John. Yep. And still play the victim, even though he's been lying for the last year and, and a half. And poor John can't do anything. He no. just has to stand there and take it. Right. And because he, he thinks he ruined this guy's life. Uh huh. Oh, I was, I was yep. raging at that point. Oh, yeah. And he comes into the kitchen after she, of course, is visibly upset. Right. Because she, course. she leaves the, Son M leaves that she conversation leaves, and leaves the two of them the outside. Uh huh. And then Yeet goes and follows her, like the Ugh. little creep that he is. Yeah. Yeah, we haven't forgotten about your creepy picture Ew. hanging on your bedroom wall. Yes, you serial pervert. killer. For Ew. real. That is so, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That is so weird. It's incredibly creepy. So it's, creepy. No. I can't even. And for it. anyone who wants to say, well, John carried around photos of Son M that it's he took. not the same It's definitely thing. not the same. He did not have one blown up. And hung on his bedroom wall. Yeah. Just that, no. Just That no. ups the creep level oh, factor. completely. A million degrees. Mm-hmm. So we've got that. Ugh. Then we had a flashback to him and Huma in the hospital, mm-hmm. back in the hospital, mm-hmm. where basically she tells him, from what we understand, she says, hey, I told everyone that, you know, you're not going to be able to walk again. So he wasn't initially in on the plan. He actually says to her, like you're so evil how could you be so cruel yeah now here's the thing yeet then why the heck did you go along with this plan sorry you're not off the hook just because you called her cruel you've gone along with this for the last year now yeah you've played along so you're just as guilty you're it actually makes you worse in my Uh eyes because you acknowledged her evil and cruelty Mm -hmm. and still went along with it yep and you could have chosen to do the right thing right then Called her out. Absolutely. In the hospital room, in and front said, of everyone. no, that's not true. Yep. I'm going to be okay. Uh-huh. Yeah, but he didn't do that. No, he did not. Because he's a scumbag. So 
yeah, yeet, you suck. Mm-hmm. And that's, we hate you. If we can avoid it, we're not going to talk about you the rest of this episode. Yep. That'll be that. That'll we're going to close the door we're on gonna that. We're going to close the door on <laughs> Because yeet. we're going to talk about happier things. Uh-huh. So Aziz Bey is back. <laughs> Baba is we back. We are so glad he is back. Yes. He He's the breath of fresh air we and need. And anti-remedy. Yes. Oh, my gosh. I – Love that woman. I felt like she was a completely underutilized character. Absolutely. Because, you know, back in episode seven or eight. Uh Uh-huh. When she comes. Yes, when she comes and And she sees. And she can totally see something going on between John and Sonem. And she gets all creative Mm -hmm. and um what's the word I'm looking for? (laughs) Sneaky and locks them in that barn so that they have to like talk to each other and maybe acknowledge their feelings. Mm -hmm. And then we don't see her again after that. Um so I am so glad Aisha brought her back. I know. She, I think, is going to be a great character. All of the hearkening back to the beginning of the yeah. series is absolutely wonderful. It's and I, so great. And it's not – what's so great about it is she's not just regurgitating old storylines. No, no. She's it's, bringing back old characters. She's bringing back things that were, you know, from the beginning, like, mm-hmm. you know, the whole albatross and all that stuff we've just covered. But – She's bringing it back in a new way, and that's yeah. hard to do. It is it's hard embellishing to just... the current storyline. Right. It's not. It's like you said. It's not just a regurgitation. No, she's not grasping at straws uh-huh. to try to make something work. She she clearly had a plan. Yeah. And you know when she left the show, you know obviously that didn't play out, and she's finding a way to work it back in, even yep. though it's twenty some odd episodes later. Yeah. So I just bow down to her. Yeah. I am so happy she's back. I cannot say that enough. Yeah. So Baba's back. We find out that, shock of all shocks, Huma lies about the affair. He tells John and Emery, like, that might be her story, but that's not what happened. Uh So I'm curious to see how that plays out and comes to light. Mm -hmm. Uh, We also meet his very first love. Uh Uh-huh. Miriban. Yeah. She – and now this is where I'm a little confused. If she's Sunem's neighbor or like landlord right. or something. She's connected somehow to Sunem. Right. She's connected. Mevkebe also knows her yes. clearly. Yes. And her Mevkebe's reaction to her is interesting to me. Mm-hmm. She's not quite mean, but she's not exactly welcoming. Right. She makes a comment about like, oh, I'm surprised how fashionable you look. So she kind of like gives mm-hmm. her a little jab. When I didn't know. Yeah. I just saw that on Twitter not okay. long ago. So, um. Yeah, I'm not sure what's going on there, but Aziz basically tells the boys, like, well, she was my first and only love. Obviously, something happened. I'm calling it. Mm -hmm. I think she is John's real mother. Yes. We said that (laughs) when we were watching. We are like, oh my gosh, what if she is John's biological mom, Mm -hmm. which would explain why Huma is so hellbent on sabotaging everything in John's life. And left without him in the first place Correct. when they were children. And just took Emery with her because her story was, you know, your dad cheated. I can only take one of you. But we already know the cheating thing isn't true. So clearly a bunch of other things could yep. also not be true. Yep. I'm wondering because, you know, we kind of hear from Baba that – what's her name again? Mary Bond. Yeah. Um, she. <laughs> the reason I know that name is because there was a very prominent character in Jason Vigazelle uh-huh. also named Mary Bond. Okay, so you've yeah. said it a few more times than I have. <laughs> I've heard it a lot. So she and Aziz were in love. I don't know exactly what happened. She took okay. off, disappeared. He couldn't find her. So, you know, it doesn't seem that unusual that maybe she gave birth to a son. 
and then freaked out. And then freaked out and took off, left Mm -hmm. Aziz with. And was thinking, oh, he's, I mean, if, oh, okay, especially if Mevkebe made that comment, Uh maybe she came from a lower class than Aziz Bey and she thought, I'm, he'll have a better life with you. Uh I'm going to leave him in your hands and maybe... I'm assuming that Huma was in the in the picture at that point. Maybe Huma probably came from money as well, mm-hmm. and maybe Mary Bond was like, "I don't know what else to give my give my son, right. so I should just give him to his father right. to have a better life in the future, and then I'm gonna make myself scarce right. and I don't know, try to make a life for myself." Yeah. So that's uh, that's my theory. There's a theory right okay. off the top of my head. Yeah, I mean, I just would love it as as traumatizing as I'm sure it would be for John to have to mm-hmm. like learn that. It just would make me feel so much better that he is not related to that demon. I know because I cannot imagine scheming World's moms are worst mother. Yeah, scheming moms are one thing. This goes beyond that. She's okay with completely ruining her son's not just his life, but yeah. just his character, uh-huh. everything about him. She is okay with breaking him. Yeah. And and even her first concern when he's back is not, let me go see him. How is he? I haven't seen him in a year. It's, oh my gosh, I don't want him talking to his dad. Yeah. Like her concern is herself. I just, and yep. she, for someone who kept Emery with her all this time, she's not even that meddlesome in Emery's life. I know. And you'd think the son that she's closer to. And Emre has already married an Iden girl. Right. So what's her issue? Exactly. What's her damage? You'd think she'd be busy trying to meddle and ruin that marriage. Right. Because she's already ruined like Sonem. Gray. Right. She's already ruined Sonem and John's relationship. Yeah. So They're already miserable is, enough. Yeah. Which woman? Yep. I, really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're that vindictive that you're going to yep. continue to try to break them down uh-huh. and make their lives even more miserable? Yeah. Did have you seen either of their faces this entire episode? For real, I can I mean, and let's talk about that too. I mean, the two of them, and especially Sanem, mm-hmm. is so broken, so broken. Oh my and gosh, man, Demet just the acting chops on that girl. Yes, that is exactly it. Oh I my gosh, cannot. I mean, it's one thing to be funny and mm-hmm. goofy. But to Which get, she does and very she well. Absolutely and not everybody well. is good at physical humor right. or humor at all. That is its own talent in and right. of itself. And she's but got it. this whole episode. Oh, yeah. Oh my it gosh, was so realistic. my guts out of my chest. I know. She just con- conveys it through the screen so well. Mm-hmm. You see the hurt in her eyes. Mm-hmm. You see, you know, the trembling in her mm-hmm. body when she's recalling things or yeah. thinking about things. I mean, yeah. And she's on medication and she's got like this friend who we thought initially was like her therapist. Right. But, but it she's looks not. like she's not. But they met when both of them were hospitalized. Right. So I'm just going to call it. I don't trust this chick. Me neither. I don't. I think there's more to her than meets the eye. Mm-hmm. I don't think her intentions are pure. Nope. And I'm sticking to that because you know what? I had... I know we're not supposed to talk about him, but I had feeling – I had initial, you know, doubts about Yeet. And then uh-huh. I was like, you know what? No, I'm going to give this guy a chance. He wants to see her succeed. Yeah. And then he did what he did. Yeah. So I'm sticking with my gut this time and I don't trust this girl. Yeah. Denise. Yeah. That's her name, right? Denise. Yeah. Denise. Yeah. Uh-huh. So don't trust her and yeah. that's that. She only comes into play a couple times, so I'm sure we'll see more of her, but I don't yeah. trust her. I agree. I'm I'm on that train because uh-huh. I trusted Yeet. Oh. I totally trusted him and he stabbed me in the back. Oh, so, so badly. Oh, yeah. 
Anyway, we're, we got to close that door again. I know. Sorry, guys. We opened it again. We have a lot of feelings. I said that I said earlier that I was an emotional burrito of feelings. Because it's like I feel everything. I'm like excited for what's going to happen. I know. But I'm like heartbroken over the things I'm seeing. I know. And then there's so much. But you're so hopeful at yes, the same time. Yes, and you're time. hopeful and there's angst. And, and you're angry and oh. Yep. <laughs> so but but then you're laughing at some of the other things that are going right. on. And I did mm. appreciate that they're, they didn't lean in on the comedic aspects mm-hmm. in this episode. Because I feel like we didn't. We we needed what we got this episode. Right. We needed the emotionality yeah. that was presented yeah. because of how much has happened and how much these two have gone through. We yeah. needed to see where they are, right. how hurt they are, how broken they are. Right. But we at got, the same time, how much they need each other and how much they really do love each other. Absolutely. We got a couple of those comic reliefs mostly through JJ, but they right. were short, just something short and sweet, uh-huh. just to, I think cut a little bit into Uh the attention yeah but it didn't it wasn't so much that it was like you know whiplash we weren't like laughing one minute and then crying the next you know um what else what i still gosh those first i still first like 10 minutes i will never be over that theater scene i want to watch the the first 10 minutes over and over Mm -hmm. again and i was telling Kristen. This is this is a little sort of look into my own personal life, but the so you know he comes up behind her and he smells her and it's a whole recreation, um, and I appreciated not only that it was the recreation of that story, mm-hmm. but. I don't think that she was ready to see him yet. Right. I still think that when she did see him, she probably wasn't quite ready mm-hmm. because she's so shaken yeah. after she thinks – she even just thinks that she sees him, which well, she right. did. Um, but there is – for a time, my it, – it's complicated. <laughs> don't worry, guys. It has a happy ending. Yeah, but for a time, my husband and I did not see each other, did not speak to each other for over three months. Before you were... Before we were married. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sorry to make that clear. It wasn't after we got married. Um, It was... But it was in, very much like John and Slanem, actually. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, it that. wasn't yeah. ourselves that were... Right. I mean, we did make the decision to, to do that, but... Those were the worst three – it was only three months too. Mm-hmm. Like if I – when I think about not seeing mm-hmm. or talking to my husband for over a year, oh my gosh. I – like just the three months when mm-hmm. I didn't see him or com- – we didn't communicate at all. Yeah. And it was horrible. Yeah. And I was so angry <laughs> the whole time. I was hating my life. <laughs> you were ready to like leave the country? I was. I was. I kept talking about going to France to be, um, what are they called? An au pair? Like an au pair Mm -hmm. or something. I I mean, I was studying to be a teacher and I was like, I'm going to teach English in another country. I'm just going to leave. I just couldn't handle it. And I was so, I was bitter and I was very just upset. And so this was so gut-wrenching oh it was gut-wrenching and it felt very personal to me because it's like I know that pain Mm -hmm. and obvious our situation you know he hadn't hurt me I hadn't hurt him I mean we were both hurt by not being with each other during that time there were a lot of outside forces at work Uh uh-huh but just 
just that, just not being with one another when it's like this is the person that you love the most of anybody mm-hmm. in the world. It's – I wouldn't wish it on anyone. Yeah. And so seeing that played out on the screen and as beautifully as the two of them did uh-huh. it, I was like so – <laughs> under like outrageously emotional were you an it. emotional burrito of feelings? I was an emotional burrito <laughs> of feelings <laughs> so just that just seeing that and mm-hmm. then after just thinking like okay they need to have a future they need to have a happy yeah. ending and they need to like I need to see them stronger at the end because of it. Right. Because of that. Especially because again, in my own relationship, like that ended up being really good for my husband and I. Mm-hmm. And um it, you know, we obviously have our own happy ending and yeah. we're happily married. And um, but yeah, it just oh, it hit so close to home for me. It was so, so hard to watch. <laughs> but beautiful at the same time, you know, like you said, yep. so many feelings. Yes. It's just Oh, I just hit the mic. Sorry, guys. Um, yeah, that I don't know. That scene hits the top for me. I'm not yeah. gonna go to that. And I think I think too, just because like we said, we just recorded about that episode. I know last week, so it's like we just watched this and gushed all about this, and I know. now it's happening for real. It's not just a made up story. Now it's happening. Yeah. Um, I feel what? like that really almost um enlivened the whole episode for for me because um in any other circumstance i wouldn't be re-watching the series right it would have been a more distant memory yes but because i we did just Mm. watch it and talk about it thoroughly it's Mm -hmm. like oh it's so fresh and it Uh makes it even more beautiful Uh uh-huh a lot of it like a lot of the flashback scenes were things we very recently watched because of the episodes that we've done so far so it made it that much more special because, like yeah. you said, it's super fresh. We have, like, dissected those scenes yeah. now. Um, yeah. And just to see how Aisha uses it. And yes. again, bringing – making old things new. Mm-hmm. Oh, yep. I love it. Beauty from Ashes. Uh-huh. Um, let's see what else. So we've got Baba back. I can't wait to see – how that progresses now that it's him and he's got both his boys and all on good terms uh-huh. at least so far i know there's a lot of emory skeptics out there still i know and i i can't say i'm 100 <laughs> percent. i think i'm more on the emory train than a lot of people as far as his redemption yeah but i understand the distrust right. so yeah it'll be curious to see what happens i know with the three of i them. still have a hard time finding myself being happy for him and Layla. Yeah, and I think that's different just because it isn't fair that they got to be married and be together right away. Yeah. And John and and Emma are going through all this stuff. Exactly. But yeah, I have that. That's different. Like, yeah, I feel the same way about that. But just him in general overcoming what he has and realizing all the mistakes he made and the remorse he has for what he, you know, his part in the company and everything like that. Yeah, and especially the fact that now that Baba is back Mm -hmm. and – mama is in the picture now mm-hmm. you know we when they were first dealing with that at the beginning of the series it was only aziz was around right we didn't have huma come in for a long 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 right. time so i'm very interested to see the dynamic the family dynamic mm-hmm. now that everybody is yeah. there now that all four of them are existing in the same city world uh-huh mm-hmm. yeah yep that'll be <gasps> crazy what okay like what's coming I know. I was telling Kristen while we were watching it, I cannot imagine where we go from here because everything seems very um, untethered in yeah. in a sense because before 
we had the agency that was kind of the foundation of the the little world. Right. You know, that was the central kind of place where, where things happened. Where things happened, where everything progressed. That caused a lot of the progression of the storyline at the beginning of the story. And now we don't have that. So it feels a little bit out to sea, like, okay, mm-hmm. haha, out to sea. <laughs> about <laughs> very punny. Uh about where where do we go from here? How do things settle? Right. Fikri Haruka is gone. Yeah, so how are we centralizing these characters? Uh-huh. You know, so we've still got Duren. I'm so glad that she's yeah. here to stay. And she looked she looked adorable this episode. She I know. Was she was very, working the outfit. She was. She I was very it. classic Duren. Not a whole lot changed about her. And I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. Because I love this Duren. And I was very on the edge about, about no, Sunem's new look. I was like, mm-hmm. I don't know what I, how I feel about that. But after watching the episode, I'm like, all right, Demet can wear anything and she looks beautiful. It's so true. It's I'm so into it. <laughs> in, it's so true. Um, yeah, let's see. So yeah, Duren's back. So I yeah, you're right. I'm curious. Are they going to try to rebuild the agency? That's sort of the vibe I got from us watching. Especially from what Aziz was saying. Right. And especially because Sun M technically owns the rights to the name. So mm-hmm. it wouldn't be that hard, you know, to get right. it up and going under the same name again. Right. You know, and it's a company that Aziz had for over 40 years. I and know. he doesn't want to just see that go down the drain. Right. I'm also curious what exactly led to the dissolution of the company me too it couldn't have just been john leaving it had to be some like a lot or dramatic and and even thinking back because they talked about they had they had to close it down because of debt right right that's what it seemed like there was a lot of debt so he sold things off just to pay off debts and i'm trying to remember were they already in debt like was because i know that that was you know the agency was in trouble so Mm -hmm. many times during the previous first 39 episodes and there would always be somebody to come in and save it like Fabri but then he John tried to give him his money back and I'm trying to like kind of catch up with that plot Mm -hmm. line and remember where we kind of left off last yeah if they were already deep in debt right and then everything just kind of fell apart Mm -hmm. or did something happen yeah it's something yeah I'm sure we'll see flashbacks Mm -hmm. more um so I'm sure we'll get the pieces put together for that but that Yeah. yeah I am curious I did get really excited for a hot minute there because they mentioned Metin and how he had called to let them know someone bought the rights yeah. to the name. That's how, you know, Remede and Aziz actually tracked Sanem down. Mm-hmm. So I got so excited that that Metin was coming back because we love him. I know. Um, but no, he was just mentioned. Yeah. It was just like, oh, we had a phone call with him. He never showed up. Yeah. But speaking of Metin, where are all of John's friends? Akif, yeah, your boy has been adrift for the last year. He is falling apart. And who is here standing up for, for John? Yeah. We have all these people standing up for Sunem. And she needs it. Yes. But they both need but they it. Both need, they both need mm-hmm. someone in their corner yeah. right now. They need. They both need people. And yeah, I feel like he has nobody. And I think what really solidified that was when they're at dinner. There's a bunch of them at dinner at Sanem's yeah. house. And Niha and Mevkabe are there. And they're upset because they obviously have seen what their daughter's gone through the yeah. last year. So I understand where they're coming from. Niha pulls John aside and I'm like, oh, maybe they're going to have this like <sighs> sweet heart to heart. And it wasn't at all. It oh, was man. It was Niha telling John like, you know, we loved you like a son. Yeah. And, you know, but – you don't understand. Sanem was hospitalized after you left mm. and basically asked him to stay away from her. Like, you're not good for her. Yeah. And I don't want to see my poor little early bird mm-hmm. broken again. Gosh. And it just broke me because I thought these two were the solid 
parental figures in his life because you know his dad was off getting health treatment he didn't have him physically near his mother is a monster and it's like now he doesn't even have them i know in their in his corner it's awful and it's so awful. Yeah. It's like, who does – we need our John Bay to have somebody mm-hmm. on his side or in his corner right. or just to – for him to lean on. Because, yeah. it, I mean, I know that Baba is back and he has right. Emre, but that sure seemed like it was the first time that him and Emre had talked in a long time. Right. And that could have been on John. You know, sure. he took off. Yeah, he made – I mean, Sanam does say at one point – you know, I tried to get a hold of you. I tried to make right. sure you were alive and that you were okay. And right. I could not find you. So he clearly right. didn't want to be found. Right. So probably Emre didn't hear from him at all either. Right. Actually, I'm pretty sure nobody did because Remedy is the only one who found him. That makes sense. And she, and had, she had to, to hire, hire a private investigator. Uh-huh. Yeah. And she gifts him. She hands him a gift when she does finally find uh-huh. him. And she says, don't worry. It's a book written by an author I know you'll love. Yeah. And it's, of course, Sanem's book. Yeah. Um, and I can understand that kind of the wanting to isolate yourself after you've been heartbroken, right. you know, and that you, those are more my tendencies. Right. I don't want to be by people well, if I'm upset. And that you think your actions in a moment of passion yeah. ruined someone's I life. I the fact that he's having nightmares because, about yep, it. At one point he speaks out that he's having oh nightmares about gosh. what happened to Yeet. He's actually trying to apologize to Yeet and Yeet's like, I just can't believe you would come here and face Ugh. me. And whatever and then basically sanem kind of reiterates that and right. he's like sanem you don't understand i'm having nightmares about I this know. every single night i know he of course and of course he's feeling guilty mm-hmm. how could he possibly how could he not, not? Mm-hmm. and the fact that it's at the hand of his own mother ugh. um oh can we please talk about how sanem puts notes in little bottles oh my god every single night you guys and she just drops them into the sea and you know she's writing letters to john yeah you know she's writing out the things she's feeling and that she misses him or whatever is going on in her heart and mind that day and she just drops them in the water to float off like every day i think it was chan who said one of our friends who said that she is calling that he finds all of the notes oh my gosh so she's yeah they're calling i don't think aisha would write that into the storyline if it wasn't going somewhere no it's too symbolic it's way too symbolic it just but seeing that and watching her Uh because we we only see her actually do it once but we're given the idea that this is what she has Mm -hmm. done every day and it's again it's just so raw and it's like intimate very personal and it's very reminiscent of when john takes her to the coast and they tie their wishes to the to the fishing line and then they throw them in the ocean Mm -hmm. that's what i because i hadn't seen kind of the the buzz about that on twitter before watching the episode yeah um and that is immediately what i thought of right it totally harkens back to that and it's that's something that obviously they did together so are they notes to John? Mm-hmm. Are they notes about John? Are they her wishes? Are they her heart's desires? What is it? Are yeah. they her regrets? Combo of all of those yeah. things. Yeah. Yeah. We need to see what's on those notes. Yes, so. we do. Uh-huh. Every last one of them. Yep. Uh, What else? I know. I feel like there was so much. There was a lot. But I mean, then, I think we hit on these big things that Yeah, I feel like a lot happened, but then nothing happened. <laughs> yes, I actually wrote that at one point, like, Everything is happening and nothing is also happening. Right. And my heart is just doing these somersaults. I <laughs> just all over the place. All over the place, you guys. Uh, so yeah. Um, well, I think that probably I know sums up. I feel like we've pretty pretty well expelled our yeah, feelings. We just we 
we planned on record we're about we're recording our next episode for yeah we watched volume six this uh-huh. week and we're about to record for that but i just felt like i don't think we can just dive into that no. without we're gonna talking. have to decompress yeah we needed to decompress after watching yeah, 40 and get it out because we knew this was going to be huge i yes. was trying to explain to my father the other day because he called me and he <laughs> asked me what my plans were for today and I was trying to explain to him the whole <laughs> the whole shift without really explaining because how do you explain to somebody who doesn't watch the show and right. has no idea the context of the situation but he was just kind of laughing at me but that's okay because yeah. it was a great episode <laughs> it was I yeah yep and Ugh, I don't know. I know. I think we could just wax poetic all day <gasps> and we could probably go on for as long as the episode I know. lasted about it. I know. But um, I think this will probably be sufficient. Yeah. Huh? Oh, one thing that I just remembered that I loved that Aziz says when he's, you know, faking his sickness to try to get John to stay and nobody's really buying it. <laughs> but he, you know, Emery and Layla come in to see him. Yes. And he's like, Layla, it's so good to see you. That was very sweet. It was so sweet because, you know, he basically says, I don't think my son could give me a more beautiful gift than yeah. you as my daughter-in-law, which was very, very sweet. No yeah. matter how you feel about Layla and Emery being together, right. Aziz clearly loves her yeah. and that's a nice change of pace. Yeah. Um, but then he turns to John and says, you know, and I expect the same from mm-hmm. you. You know, you called me so long ago and told me about this girl you found in Istanbul and I want to know about her. Now, let's get one thing straight. We know Aziz knows that that girl is Sanem, of who course. is also standing in the room when he says that. Yeah. So <laughs> I just love his gutsiness in just coming out and calling it. Yeah. <laughs> 10 out of 10 would recommend Aziz Bey. Oh, I, yeah. I Aziz Bey for president. Yeah. He's Somebody tweeted that. So <laughs> a big thank you to our friend Yasmin. Yes. She, in our little personal Facebook group with a group of friends of all of us who watch the show, she speaks Turkish. And week after week, she's almost always in there translating some of the big scenes and yeah. lines for us in yeah. real time as we're watching. It's She's amazing. It's amazing. We love you. Rocky does that yeah. for us too. We uh-huh. love you too. And on Twitter today um, – it was someone named Margie. Uh-huh. I don't remember her handle, but girl, you get those translations up so fast. Yeah. And I appreciate it because you helped give a lot of context to what we were able to sit down and talk about yeah. on this episode today. So thank you guys so much. Yes, seriously. Because my hundred and some odd day streak on Duolingo has not done me a whole lot of good in being able to understand what the heck is going on in these episodes. Yeah. So we're excited. I can't wait to see it with subtitles and to see what thoughts and perspectives may or may not change or Mm -hmm. is just further solidified like, oh, we were totally right. Yeah. I feel like I want to watch 39 again Mm -hmm. and then watch 40 again. Yeah. Like to to see the crossover and the kind of the specifics because I still haven't watched 39 with With subs subs, yet. Which I have. So I have more context with that, but – Yeah. So anyways, those are just our initial verbal vomit feelings. Yeah. All scattered and crazy about the episode. Yeah. And thank you for listening to Shakira Derem. Yes. Thank you guys so much. (laughs) We hope you enjoyed it. Let us know. We want to know how you felt. 
what the heck was going through your mind while yeah. you watched? Were you emotional burritos as yes. well? Yes. Were you emotional burritos of feelings like us? <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow, so we'll get this uploaded as quickly as possible for you guys. Yes. And yeah, we'll, we'll see you see you back uh, for our regularly scheduled program yes, on Wednesday. On Wednesday with episode six. Yeah. All so right. That's it. Post check out. Go shoes. Woo.